0: Who were the pre-Roman tribes of the British Isles? How did they live and what did they believe in? In this section, we'll be discussing the British Isles prior to the Roman invasion in the first century. Uh, This period of time is conventionally called the Iron Age, and it has a distinct culture, architecture, and tradition. The Iron Age itself is from approximately 800 BC, and we'll be focusing mainly on the middle and late period of this age. We'll also be speaking about the main island of Britain and maybe some of the smaller islands, but we will be excluding uh, what is now Ireland, as Ireland itself has its own distinct Iron Age development. Unlike later histories, pre Roman Britain suffers from a deficit of written sources. Uh, in fact, Historians often use archaeology to document this time, and they, from that, they make educated theories about how people lived and how they behaved. As such, we'll be reviewing evidence that we have to date. Um, but of course, bear in mind that archaeology occasionally provides breakthroughs, and that causes a rethinking of what we thought we already knew. Rather than a chronological review of this age, We're going to focus on specific areas that can help us form a more complete picture of the time before the Romans arrived in force. We look at the lifestyle of the people, how they lived and what they did for entertainment. We'll discuss the religions and the spiritual culture of the times uh, with a focus on the Druids. We'll, We'll also highlight some of the tribes that came from this era. And lastly, we'll talk about and perhaps dispel some of the myths from around this age um in pre-roman britain people were accustomed to agricultural lifestyles um, these were lifestyles centered around crops and livestock uh, farming was the main occupation and the use of iron tools of course made this job a lot easier as such the size of the homes villages and settlements increased in size compared to the earlier bronze eras. Industries grew around the use of iron, uh, not only for tools, but use as weapons and cosmetic items, uh, items like jewelry and fine metalwork. Um, They would then trade these items to people in Europe and other parts of the British Isles. Uh, People lived in surprisingly well-developed houses within settlements, and these settlements were often secured by walls and ditches. The houses themselves were round and often made from dried mud, wood, and straw. Uh, Families would cook food over a central fireplace. The homes themselves didn't have multiple rooms, and so things like straw beds, general household items like storage jars, etc., these would be placed around the edge of the homes. As well as farming, Uh, people often trained as carpenters, leather workers, and potters. The men also trained as warriors, as the later Iron Age was a somewhat dangerous time for settlements. The increasing population meant uh, people were encountering each other more. And this, of course, meant people fought more often. Without defenders and defenses, uh, the settlements would not less long. Uh, interestingly, the extent of defensive structures that were needed uh, can be seen in hill forts. Uh, Hill forts are an extensive defensive fortification that often had several layers of defense, um, often built on top of hills, ridges, or in marshes. Uh, the structures utilize the natural layer of the land. Ditches would surround the hill forts, sometimes in multiples, and the hill fort itself would often have a wooden wall and limited exits. Uh, Using this design meant that defending the fort could be easier, as the attacking enemy had to travel up and over the ditches and could easily be seen by the defenders. Uh, Hill forts were so successful that settlements often grew to hundreds of people living there. The settlements themselves would be ruled by a warlord, and as such these leaders would be responsible for taking care of the settlement, via security, maintaining trade, and, of course, communications with the other tribes and settlements in the area. Iron Age Britain was very tribal, and each settlement would be wary of others. Uh, A lot of skirmishes and wars took place between the many tribes that occupied the British Isles at that time. If we look at the entertainment of the time, Um, Interestingly, it appears as if pre-Roman Britons enjoyed board games as a form of entertainment. Uh, Glassboard pieces have been found in burial sites, and this indicates a widely practiced form of entertainment. Um, There would also be musicians, and these musicians would be playing drums, uh, flute-type instruments, and horns. The instruments themselves could then double up in times of invasion as basic communications for the warriors. Um, There's also evidence that horse racing was practiced and, of course, alcohol was consumed freely. Um, There have been ceramic cups found that indicate alcohol, such as beer, mead and wine, was consumed. Uh, Due to the lack of written sources and evidence for this age, it's difficult to establish uh, an exact answer as to why the pre-Roman Britons worshipped in a certain way and why certain cultural events and symbols had meaning. Later sources that we do have, such as the Romans, uh, had an obvious bias against the religious practices at the time as the Romans wished to eradicate these practices in order to further Romanize the region. Uh, Nonetheless, uh, we do have a suggestion that human sacrifice was present for various occasions. Uh, Julius Caesar himself uh, wrote about the tribes of Britain sacrificing people. Uh, These people were usually uh, criminals or captured enemies, and they were sacrificed to appease Uh, the various gods that inhabited the island. Uh, Human sacrifice, and on a wider scale, anything spiritual was tied to the Druids, Uh, and the Druids maintain a mysterious and sometimes sinister presence in Britain at this time. Who or what the Druids were to the tribes is difficult to know exactly. Uh, What we can infer is that the Druids were keepers of History and keepers of the culture of the land. Um, there are no written records kept, so it's assumed the Druids were responsible for maintaining histories through oral traditions. And often the training to remember all the history and culture of various tribes would take many years to master. The Druids themselves seem to have a connection to the earth and. In terms of worship, they were seen to use things uh, things like mistletoe and various other plants uh, in their rituals. The Druids held considerable power in the tribal societies and they seemed to take part in judging disputes and advising people on lifestyle and spiritual matters. They were exempt from military service, although that isn't to say they were peaceful. The Druids themselves were all but wiped out by Roman invasion in later years. Um, Burials have been discovered from this era and it shows a tendency to bury the dead with funeral objects such as jewelry and personal ornaments. Um, Often animals were also placed in the graves and occasionally items like chariot wheels um, that would signify a a more important person in this society. The location of the burials can also indicate the reason for their deaths. Um, So for example, if a body was discovered under the settlement foundations, um, they were more than likely sacrifices made for the success of the settlement. Animals were found in several burials, and it appears that animals had a great significance for the Iron Age peoples. Pigs, dogs, and horses uh, especially were found in burials, along with ravens and chickens, but this was to a lesser degree. The culture of this time would have revolved around the focus of the lunar and solar cycles. Uh, Rituals and activities would have taken place at specific times of the year. Um, Constructions from this time can actually be shown to have been prepared during total lunar eclipses. Green processing may also have been ritualistic in some instances, with evidence showing that various crops from different areas were found in one location, with possible seasonal festivals also held at the same time. Um, if we look at the people of the time, the tribes of the time, um, we can see that many of the tribe or many of the tribal names given. Um, would not have been what they had known themselves as. So most of the names we use today came from later written sources like the Romans, and they're often just descriptives of a tribal distinction. For example, um, a Latin tribal name would maybe mean something like hillfort dwellers. Uh, Some of the tribes we're going to look at is the Iceni, um, the Iceni were an Iron Age tribe that inhabited Norfolk in the east of the country. Um, the Iceni are relatively famous. Um, they actually remained independent until Roman advancement into their territory. And the warrior queen, Boudica came from this tribe. The next tribe uh, we're going to mention is the Brigantia. And they lived around Yorkshire, Northumberland and they were famous because they constructed several large towns in which they lived. The last tribe we're gonna look at is the Dimitri, and they lived in South Wales, and these were famous because they were mentioned by the geographer Ptolemy, in which he talks of their towns. Uh, This tribe actually survived the later Roman occupation, and their whole homeland and name survived actually for many years. Okay, um, let's look at some of the uh, three common myths that appeared from this era. So the first uh, myth we're gonna look at is Stonehenge and the Druid sacrifice. So there's been a prevalent myth that Druids used the monument of Stonehenge to conduct human sacrifices, possibly that Stonehenge was actually built by early Druids, and it held a great uh, symbolism for them. So looking at this myth, um, there is absolutely no evidence for any of this being true. Um, Stonehenge itself was built long before the Druids were around, and it was probably in quite poor condition by the time of the late Iron Age, and the late Iron Age is where the Druids appeared. Um, Also true is the fact that there is absolutely no evidence for human sacrifice practiced at Stonehenge at all. Stonehenge was of no doubt interest to the pre-Roman Britons, but not really with any particular focus. The second uh, myth we're going to look at is that mass migration from Europe helped Iron Age Britons develop culturally. So this myth uh, indicates that a massive influx of migrants overtook the Bronze Age settlers. And this, of course, boosted the culture and the practices, especially in terms of agriculture. So looking at this myth, um, this myth is actually very likely true. Um, Genetically, recent studies have shown that a good proportion of people from the British Isles actually share ancestry from Europeans most likely from mass migration events in the late Bronze period. And this migration event will have helped shape the Iron Age. This migration would have brought, amongst other things, languages, different ways to produce food and different ways to manage livestock. Uh, The last of all myths is a very uh, prevalent one. And this is about the uh, folk hero of merlin and it was that merlin was based on an iron, on iron age druids and he practiced the ways of earth magic um, in order to overcome the anglo-saxons um this is actually an interesting and um very prevailing myth um When we're looking at this, first of all, it's important to note that there doesn't seem to be any evidence at all for an actual Merlin-type character that is personified in legend, um, i.e. a man with magic powers, wisdom, and ancient knowledge. Um, There is, however, several mythical figures that seem to be um, kind of merged into the figure of Merlin. The most notable one would be the bard Wilt who was considered both uh, prophetic and insane. Uh, How does the connection to Iron Age Druidism appear? Um, It seems most likely that some people at the time, in order to successfully fight against the invasions of Anglo-Saxons, sought to look back on the traditions of pre-Roman times in order to establish a sense of nationalism or a sense of national identity. Druidism itself was effectively destroyed under the Roman occupation. So it's likely that not many people actually still practiced it, and it held a kind of mystique that was needed at the time. The concept of a wise practitioner of ancient ways uh, fits the Druid mystery well, as at the time they must have seemed knowledgeable uh, people, especially for the pre-Roman tribes.